0: It's good to be together on a Wednesday, Amen. amen. Glory be to God. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. everybody say, Amen. amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say it's good, it's good. to be in, be in church. Amen. Jesus overcame. Amen. He was not overcome by the power of the enemy. He overcame. He never sinned, but he suffered as if He did. Jesus took the world or the sin of the world upon himself. He took all of our sin upon himself. The devil thought he won, but Jesus overcame. He lived without sin, even though he was tempted in every single way that you and I are tempted. He took all of our sin upon himself. He laid down his life as a perfect sacrifice. He overcame death, and he rose from the dead. Amen? The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 says, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law, but thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is... Not in vain, in the Lord. Amen. Anything that you need tonight, it's found in Jesus. If you need strength tonight, it's found in him. If you need power tonight to overcome, it's found in him. If you need grace tonight, he has an abundant, overflowing, unlimited supply of grace for you and for me. And it's brand new. It's fresh every single day. Amen. The living spirit of God. Amen. He's alive on the inside of us. We are his temple, and every day it's a fresh supply of of strength to live again. Amen? In him, we overcome sin. In him, we overcome fear. In him, we overcome self-doubt. That doubt that says, you're not enough, you're not good enough, you're not going to make it, you might as well give up. In him, we overcome. Amen? He is our strength, and it's a supernatural source of strength. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. The Holy Spirit inside of us, it's a wellspring. It's a continual source, or He is a continual source of living water flowing from the inside. Amen. It's a supernatural source of living water that doesn't come from ourselves. It's from Him. And it's supernatural and origin and it gives us that supernatural strength that we need it's a continual supply of unlimited joy amen this joy this peace this contentment this well-being the world cannot give it to us therefore the world cannot take it away amen there is nothing in this world that compares to jesus nothing there's nothing that compares to him all the money in the world it simply does not compare to him mm where's it end all the victories in the world on the basketball court they do not compare to him they're empty without him amen so i was telling somebody the other day I said, how's the basketball team going and i said well i'm really trying to learn because in 3 years we only lost 4 games and then and then Some of my players got moved up to varsity, and and so it's a different sort of team this year, coaching JV. And so I said, in four weeks, we lost more games than I lost in three years. So I said, I'm learning that I have to develop some character because it's easy. It is easy to win and be happy (laughs) and to have great character. And uh, Chris, uh, Chris, comes to our a lot of our games to see the boys and or has over the years and afterwards she goes oh Dan everyone needs to coach like you you're just so self-controlled and so peaceful and happy on the court well the Lord has been teaching me some things right because it's a piece of cake to be happy and peaceful uh, when you're winning but then when you are going through something Your character is going to be revealed. What's in that heart is going to come out when you are facing something that's difficult that you didn't plan on facing, right? So we're working it out. (laughs) Amen. We are working it out. I didn't want to lose anything. So in this environment, they'd say, you know, losing will help you develop character. I was like, well... That was before I started losing. I didn't want anything to do with developing character then. Right? That, that's just an excuse for those who are losing, right? That's like a positive spin on losing to develop character. But I will tell you, I have learned that it's true this year. <laughs> that That when you go through some defeats, it is a great opportunity to develop character. And for maybe some things that are in there that you thought you had worked out that aren't quite worked out to allow the Lord to work in your life amen thank you jesus it is an absolute honor to share the word of god here tonight amen we thank god for our pastors amen give them a hand tonight the wor- pastor pam is so cool man we're back and forth on this building and and this morning i texted her and uh it's probably it's kind of early maybe 8 30 i can't remember what time and i said is this a good time to call And she said, yes. And then, um, so I had a couple things I wanted to get in order that I wanted to talk to her about, though. And so it was going to be just a little bit. Five minutes later, she's calling. Yes? What's up? I was like, you are on it. She is on it. I'm going to tell you right now. She is on it. Amen. Because I knew right when I texted you, I was was like, oh, she's going to call me right away because she's excited to talk about it. Amen. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord is doing something. I just I'm, It's going to be so exciting uh, for all of us to step into it. Amen? Father God, the... The, the house out there and the, uh, the outbuilding and everything that's there, Father. And tonight, we just all come into agreement, Father, into agreement with what you have shared with Pastor Pam regarding that building. We are in total agreement tonight, Father, and we just call that building into service for your kingdom in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Everybody said amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. The word of the Lord tonight is the living word. Everybody say the living word. word. If you have your Bibles, you can open them to the old covenant in Numbers chapter 13. But before I go there, I'm going to start in Genesis chapter 12 verse 7 and just very quickly read some promises that God had given the children of Israel regarding the land that he was giving them. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 7, it says the Lord appeared to Abram, and he said, To your descendants, I will give. Everybody say, I will give. I will give. To your descendants, I will give this land. So Abram built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. And then a little while later in, in Genesis 13, 15. The Lord spoke to Abram again. He said, All the land which you see, I will give it to you and to your descendants forever. And then Genesis fifteen, seven, a little while later, the Lord said to him, I am the Lord who, who brought you out of, of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess it. And then Genesis uh, chapter fifty, verse twenty-four, forge give to Abraham, to Isaac. And Jacob, and I will give it to you for a possession. I am the Lord. And then Leviticus chapter 20, verse 24, he says again, Hence I have said to you, you are to possess their land, and I myself will give it to you to possess it. It is a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God who has separated you from the peoples. And then it comes down to crunch time. (laughs) Numbers. Isn't it interesting that that the Lord had spoken this through multiple generations, but then there came a generation who who was to inherit what God had promised. They were to do the work, amen, and they were to inherit the promise that God had made. And so then we see this in Numbers chapter 13. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, and this is Numbers chapter 13, verse 1. The Lord spoke to Moses and he said, send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving. The Lord continuing to reiterate and reinforce the promise that he had been speaking for generations. Spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel from each tribe of their fathers. You shall send a man, every one of them a leader among them so uh, moses sent them from the wilderness of paran according to the command of the lord all of them uh, men who were heads of the children of israel and then it names them by name each of these 12 leaders and then verse 17 so moses sent them to spy out the land of canaan and he said to them go up this way into the south and go up to the mountains And see what the land is like. See whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many. Whether the land that they dwell in is good or bad. Whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds. Whether the land is rich or poor. Or whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. Verse 21. So they went up, they spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin, as far as Rehob, near the entrance of Hamath. Verse 25, after all these generations of God reiterating this powerful promise. Verse 25, so they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now they departed, and they came back to Moses and Aaron and all the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh, and they brought back word. Everybody say word. They went and they observed something with their eyes, and then they brought back and they started, or they came back and they started talking about it with their own words. Everybody say word. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation, and they showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said to him, we went to the land where you said to us, it truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in that land are strong. The cities there are fortified. The cities are very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites—they dwell in the mountains. The Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Verse thirty. Then Caleb quiet. He started. To, Caleb believed what God had promised. And so he didn't want to hear this fear and doubt and unbelief. So he quieted the people. Caleb quieted the people before Moses, and he said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Everybody say, we are well able. Verse 30, he said, we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with Caleb, they said to him, we are not able to go up against this people. They're stronger than we are. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out. They said, the land which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw there are men of great stature. When we, uh, there we saw the giants. They are the descendants of Anak that came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. We looked in the mirror and we looked like grasshoppers is exactly what they said so we were in their own sight or in their sight verse or uh, chapter 14 verse 1 so all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried and the people wept that night and all the children of israel complained against the leader <laughs> uh huh that sounds like people right all the children of israel complained against mo oh i shaved my beard so ever since basketball started i was too busy to work out so guess what a beard hides 20 pounds of fat on your face (laughs) i was thinking about that during worship oh my goodness i shaved it off i was like well i'm not near as thin as i was when i grew that beard aaron aaron said during covid you had been working out well i had been not since basketball started so anyway sorry that's totally off the subject Anywho, so I'm going to grow it back. (laughs) I was like, oh, oh." all that pizza went straight to my chin. All right, sorry. All the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness, why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? And our wives and our children uh, should become our victims. Should become victims. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let's select a different leader and return to Egypt. So Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel because they knew the promise. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunah, who were among the twelve who had spied out the land, they tore their clothes and they spoke to the children of Israel. And they said, the land that we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land, and he will give it to us. It is a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread, and their protection has departed from them. The Lord is with us. Do not fear them. All the congregation got together, and they said, stone them with stones. All they had was a good report. And because of the hearts of the people were rebellious, they wanted to stone the people that brought the good report. Isn't that something? Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. Verse 11, then the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? What provided evidence of the people rejecting the Lord? It was their rejection of his promise. It was not recognizing his promise. It was not remembering the word that he had spoken and respecting the word and honoring the word and having faith in what God had said. That was evidence of their rejection of him. Isn't that something? The Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? And how long will they not believe me with all the signs that I have performed among them? And then verse 26 of chapter 14, the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. He said, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? I've heard their complaints, which the children of Israel make against me. And so you know the end of the story that only Caleb and Joshua, the the ones who believed what God had spoken, believed the promise and honored the word and honored the promise they were the only ones allowed to proceed, and the others were not. Amen. <clears throat> Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11 says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and my word shall prosper or be effective in the thing for which I send it. Amen. Masks aren't all that bad now because it covers up your double chin (laughs) I was on the bench last night and I was like I'm just gonna keep this mask on Covers up the double chin If God said it, it's done, amen It's a promise God and his word are one He cannot break his word The book of Psalm 89, verse 34, God said, My covenant I will not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. Psalm 119, verse 89 says, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your faithfulness endures to all generations leaders rise and fall right leaders rise and fall god's word endures forever amen businesses come and go rise and fall but god's word endures forever nations rise and fall god's word has stood the test of time and it endures forever god's word is the foundation upon which we can build our lives amen James expounds on the importance of our words in agreement with God's words in James chapter 3, verses 2 through 4, and we see detail really. um, You know, it's this accurate or this amazing story in Numbers playing out of a group speaking faith, or two speaking faith, and then 10 speaking faith doubt and unbelief really just describing what they saw describing their feelings about it complaining about it expressing their inadequacy about it and then two putting their confidence and their faith in the promise and taking their eyes off of their inadequacy or their eyes off of their lack of ability and instead putting their eyes on the promise of what God had said amen and so James lays it out in, in chapter 3, verses 2 through 4 in the New Covenant for us. He says, we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. He's able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us. We turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are so large, they're driven by, driven by fierce winds. They are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member of the body, and it boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. Words are powerful, amen? Get our words in agreement with God's words, and we are empowered to bring everything in our life into order. Amen. What a powerful example that James uses these huge ships that would seemingly be so difficult to turn and chart their course. But they're, they're controlled by this small rudder in the back. And James compares it to the words that we speak. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, only what is good for necessary edification, so that it may impart grace to the hearers. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, you all got to grow in this area like I do. <laughs> yeah. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another. Let somebody else do the judging, right? How about you and I be the tender-hearted? Amen. How about you and I be known as the tender-hearted ones? The kind ones, Amen. Ephesians, he said. Be, Paul said, "Be kind to one another, be tender-hearted, forgive one another, even as God in Christ forgave you." Proverbs eighteen twelve: Death and life are in the power of your tongue, or in the power of words. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The complete Jewish Bible version says this: The tongue has power over life and death and those who indulge it must eat its fruit. The leaders in Numbers came back and were simply uh, spouting about what they saw, simply um, uh, describing their feelings about what they saw, describing the obstacles, and their words of fear, doubt, non-belief created fear in all the other people. Our words have tremendous influence over the lives of other people. Amen? The words of the mouth have the power to kill. The words of the mouth have the power to bring life. The power of death and life. That's a large spectrum with a lot in between. Amen? Look at what's in between. Everything. Our words are a spiritual force. And so I guess the question for you and me tonight, are our words aligned with the one who brings life or are our words aligned with the one who brings death? Take a look at your words over the past week. What have you been creating with your words? What have I been creating with my words words have production power they produce things amen they go out and they create things God's word has creative power he created everything by his word and he's upholding all things by his word everything that comes out of our mouth has potential to create what are we creating amen words produce life produce produce life and words produce death what are your words producing in these days, it's critical that we speak no words that produce death in our lives or in the lives of those who hear our words, amen? Situations that our words are spoken about or spoken over. No corrupt words, only words of grace, only words of life, only words of faith. The power of words is not a charismatic word of faith doctrine. This is a fundamental Foundational truth of all people of faith, of those who believe in Jesus and are filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Words have inherent creative power. I don't know why God set it up this way, but he did. Amen? This is his way. Words are loaded with power. God created with his word, and he's given that same creative power to you and I to change the course of our life with the words that we speak, to get our words in alignment and in agreement with his creative word to bring about his perfect plan for our lives. Amen? Only speaking life, only speaking faith, only speaking grace, only speaking hope. No judgment. Amen? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse th- 13 says, Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed, and therefore I spoke. We also believe, and therefore we speak. Out of the abundance of the heart, our mouth will speak, and the words that we speak prodi- provides evidence of the faith. Or lack thereof that's in our hearts. Amen. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 this amazing story of a woman who encountered Jesus and she came to him with faith and she received the miracle because she had faith in her heart and she let it come out of her mouth. The faith that was in her heart said in in, uh, Mark chapter 5, verse 25 a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had, but she was no better, but rather she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd, and she touched his garment. For she said, everybody say, she said, the faith that was in her heart came out of her mouth. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out from him, he turned around in the crowd and he said, Who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, Master, you see the multitude thronging about you, and you say, Who touched me? All these people touching Jesus. But power flowed out when one touched him in faith. Her faith, as evidenced, with the words that she spoke drew supernatural power from the king of kings and the lord of lords god manifested in flesh on the earth and gave her the miracle that she needed amen you see the multitude thronging about you and you say who touched me He looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Amen? Isn't it amazing? We know it was his power that healed her, but he said, Your faith drew that power from me and healed you. Your faith has made you well. Amen? Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Her faith was evidenced by the words that she spoke. She had faith in her heart for healing, and she spoke healing over herself, and it released the power of God to work in her body. Amen. Everybody say, I receive it. it. Romans chapter 10 says, what does it say? The word is near you. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, if you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved, you'll be rescued. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. With the mouth confession is made unto salvation, and salvation in Greek is soteria, and the literal definition of that word is to rescue Complete deliverance from danger, restoration to a state of safety, soundness, health, and well being. With the heart, we believe onto a position of righteousness, right standing, sins completely forgiven, and with the mouth, we work out that salvation with the mouth and we receive deliverance from danger, restoration to a state of safety, soundness, health and well-being amen with the mouth confession is made unto salvation every word that comes out of our mouth is producing something wouldn't it be something that every word that we said was in line with God's written word and his revealed word in our hearts amen what are you creating with your words what am I creating with my words? Rather than just describing situations, choosing to change situations with words of life. Amen? The leaders in Numbers, the, the title of that section says, The Spies Sent Out, but actually it said, it said they were leaders sent to spy. <laughs> they were leaders. Amen? Amen. God expected more of them. The leaders in Numbers, Caleb and Joshua, spoke faith. They believed what God had spoken. They believed what God had said to their ancestors through generation after generation. They believed what God had promised, and they spoke it with authority. They said, we are well able. And God honored that faith. He honored those words of faith. Amen. Amen. Whereas the ones who spoke fear, doubt, and unbelief, he said, how long will they rebel against me? Why won't they believe what I have said? We have everything that we need to live in total victory. Amen? It's God's word, God's living word, God's creative word. Five keys tonight to release the power of God with words of faith from the book of Numbers. One, find the promise. And his word is his promise. Number one, find the promise. Number two, remember his word of promise. Meditate on it. When I got my first apartment in Lafayette, um, I came to Victory Christian Center a few times. I had been to Rhema a couple times. I was filled with the Holy Spirit. God began to work in my life and I started to get excited about the things of God. I began to hear about the uh, the authority of God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit and God's love and I had never heard it growing up so it was new to me and I was getting really excited about the things of God and so my little apartment at the Bluffs I found every scripture that I loved and I put it all over that apartment I mean like all over all these scriptures and I had a friend from high school came and visited me (laughs) and they walked in and are like whoa <laughs> you okay i said i am good who cares what people think amen find the promise his word is his promise number 2 remember the promise whatever it takes for you and i to remember the promise amen whatever it takes to remember the promise if it's if it's posting it in our vehicle or As our screensaver or on our mirror or whatever it takes, whatever routine we have to get into or get out of or whatever we need to do to turn whatever off, to get the promise in front of us, to allow God's creative word to get in our heart and work in our life. We've got to do it. Amen. Number one, find the promise. Number two, remember his word of promise. Number three, believe his word of promise. And I believe the more we look at it and meditate on it and think about it and contemplate it and dig into it and ask God to reveal it to us by the power of the Holy Spirit and open up our eyes so we see things in it that we've never seen before. He'll show us things that we've never seen before and it'll allow us to believe his word of promise. Amen. Number four, thank him. Just stand on it and thank him for his word of promise. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Don't question Him. Don't question Him. Don't wonder why it's taken so long. Just thank Him for it. Amen? Amen. Number five, stay on His promise. Always stay on God's side. Regardless of how long it takes If it takes a day stay on his side If it takes a week stay on his side Stay on the promise stay on the word If it takes a month if it takes a year If it takes a decade If it takes 25 years Stay on the promise Because the promise will come to pass God is always faithful To his word and he is Faithful to his promise amen So don't come off of the promise Stay on his side and stay on the promise Amen If he said it, it must come to pass. Don't whine. Don't describe how bad it is. Declare how awesome God is. Amen. Declare his promises in faith. Find the positive in everything. Find the positive in every situation. Speak life. Everybody say, speak life. Speak Speak faith. faith. Our words are seeds. And our words, I'm sorry, our word, you can say it. Our words are seeds and our words will grow because words produce fruit. Continual speaking and confession of God's word over every area of our lives. You've seen it just like I've seen it. Continual, consistent declaration of God's promises over every area of our lives. They will come to pass. It is absolutely, positively true, amen. I'll brag on our daughter. What what is her GPA? Okay. Look at me. <laughs> you think I can produce a child that has a GPA of four what 5 o- Better than an A plus, or A plus, whatever, right? Better than an A. I guess an A is four. Whatever it is, I don't even know what it is. It's so high, right? So number one in her class and has a GPA, all right, and has this discipline and work ethic that could only come from God. The day she was born, we started laying hands on her and we started thanking the Lord for all these promises over her life, amen? These little twins that God gave us, right? I wish we'd have known the promises with the older ones. I'm just kidding. They're awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. These little twins that God gave us have been just too much blessing for us from the day they were born. Just so easy and just a wonderful, 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 loving blessing from our Heavenly Father. Such a blessing. Just so easy, right? And uh, it's they're from the Lord. and And, and so... From day one, I prayed important things over them. They would be athletic and fast, and they would throw far and catch well and jump high and be super coordinated. Important things. Things of character. <laughs> we prayed those too. But, but these other athletic things, it amazes me because we're, we're, it's actually, it actually came to pass like from the very beginning. We saw God's hand on their life and Him just moving in in sports, especially. Just little dudes on the basketball court in in kindergarten, being able to dribble, shoot and pass, just really, really good from the very beginning. It cannot be a coincidence that we laid our hands on them and prayed those things. Amen? So if God cares about those things, I I know He cares about the important things. Amen? Anyway. So, sounds like I'm bragging, but you know I'm not. It's the Lord, amen? And what He's done for one person who has seen the Lord move in faith, He'll do it for each of us, amen? <clears throat> Someone said, I've been doing that and I haven't seen results. Well, it's no time to quit now. <laughs> Don't quit, amen? Everybody say, keep standing, keep, standing. keep speaking. Stay in faith. faith. Continual meditation and speaking of God's living word will produce breakthroughs in our lives. Amen. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18 says, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Our words are powerful. Amen. We hide his word in our heart in faith. We speak it out of our mouth in faith. We get in agreement with his word, and miracles will happen in our lives. Amen. He'll do it for us. Amen. Be encouraged. Be encouraged tonight. He'll do it. Amen. Let's all stand up. Amen. All across the room tonight, if you need prayer and... Should I have have had them stand up before we pray? Sorry. Let's pray right now. All across the room tonight, if you need prayer in any area of your life, if you need a breakthrough in any area of your life, uh, anything going on uh, at work or in your family, in your finances, if you need a breakthrough in your health or... If you need peace in your life, um, if you've been struggling with depression or addiction, our hope and our faith is in Jesus. And we have victory in him, in Jesus' name. And Jesus said, if two of you on earth would agree on anything, he would do it for us. want to pray with you tonight. If you're watching tonight tonight. Um, on facebook live or if you're watching later via youtube we want to pray with you too so all across the room tonight if that's you if you say would you pray for me could you slip your hand up in the air and let's just pray and be in agreement together tonight in jesus name amen amen thank you father we worship you father we praise you We thank you, Lord. Our confidence is in you, my father, just like the woman, father, in that crowd that reached out with a heart full of faith, with words of faith that came out of her mouth. Father God, we reach out to you tonight. We stand on your word. We receive your promises tonight. We thank you, my father. You see each hand that's raised and we thank you, Lord, that you do a work in each life in Jesus name. We thank you for healing in each body, for peace of mind, for joy in each heart. We thank you, Father, for wisdom, how to know, how to handle each situation and circumstance. We thank you, Lord, for faith to rise up on the inside of each person. And let it be evidenced with the words that are spoken. We are in agreement tonight, my Father, in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's all pray this prayer together before we go out with this confession. Let's say, Father God, God, thank you so much much for sending Jesus. Jesus. I I have sinned. I've made mistakes tonight my father I place my faith in you I receive your love I receive your grace thank you for your forgiveness thank you father my best days they're straight ahead because my faith it's in you and I stand on your promises in Jesus name amen let's go out with this confession I am loved, I am loved. I'm, living I'm living for Jesus, I have the mind of Christ, I have the mind of Christ. My, body healed. my body is healed, I'm strong, I'm, strong. I'm healthy, I'm, I'm debt free, everything, everything I touch prospers, I'm, I'm, blessed. I'm blessed, my family is blessed, family is blessed. God's, favor. God's favor, it is on my life, my past is forgiven. And my future is bright. bright. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. God bless you all. We'll see you all Sunday morning at the trails. Amen.